breakdown. You need. It's time for Sean. It's time for Ed. It's time for Geekstars. And welcome to episode 200 of Geekstars. I'm your host, part one of Geekstars. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Whopping 200. Woo! Two double zero. Two double zero. Got anything good for us this week to celebrate our 200th episode? No. I need that. <laughs> Here's a clips of our flubs and, you know, our flubs and stammers. <laughs> I, usually, I usually save that for our anniversary shows. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay well, so, uh, Which will be in a couple months, actually. So. That's true. <laughs> it's true. How many years? Uh, four. Four years. Four long years. Oh, stop. <laughs> so, um, here in part one, um, oh, let's cut right down to the chase. We talk about Suicide Squad. Yes. I mean, that's pretty much we, the meat we, of the episode. We talk about our weeks. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. We, we, what you guys are, are not paying to listen to is our, our take on the Suicide Squad. Yes. It's a free download. That's what I'm saying. You're not paying. Fan, right? You're going to hear three people because my because Stacy's with us joins us again this week. Mm-hmm. Get used to her. She ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Say it <laughs> until football season. Until football season. That's right. <laughs> and then she's all about those Steelers. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> and in the meantime, she put, she weighs in on her take on the Suicide Squad. Yes, movie as well. So. um Let's just say she's very passionate about her work. Yes, I could really say that. You know, um, I mean, other than that, I mean, like I said, just catch up with each other's weeks. And, uh, we so, do top five movies. That's what, of course, that's what brings us into That's what segues us into our review of Suicide Squad. That's right. So uh, sit back, relax, and I believe Ed's got a nerd news article about Suicide Squad when we get back. That's right. All right, well, we'll see you at the end, folks. And welcome to Geeksers. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And as always, we're we're joined by Stacy. Say hi, Stacy. Hi, Stacy. There you go. Yeah. My girl. <laughs> so, um, how was your week? I'm fine. I'm, I'm making sure you're okay because you're kind of. I, I can see the the flop sweat coming off you. Like, are, are you all right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to fix something at and break, but we'll be all right since we're, okay. we're we're on air. So that's all that matters right now. All right, that's all that matters. You're exactly right, Ed. Um, my week was okay. I had a couple couple sled adventures. Well, actually, one. Two, actually. Okay. A couple, that's why I said a couple of slight adventures. Um, one, I did a photo shoot with my coffin. Yeah, all right. Okay. Uh, I don't there's a little known fact that people don't know about me is I have a nine-foot coffin in storage. And the story goes is my friend Michael was um, in a, a wood shop in college, and they were supposed to make like a listening sound booth of sorts. Mm-hmm. And he decided how cool it would be to make a coffin. Like the old style coffins, like yeah. you know that you see in the old Wild Wild West um, shows and stuff. Right. So he started building this thing, but I don't think his dimensions were kind of right because the thing was fucking huge. Uh, you could almost fit like two people, like side by side, like you know they're facing each other in this thing. Yeah. And still have like enough headroom for like a midget, you know, <laughs> <laughs> on its side. You know? right. So, um, it, it, you know, I. It never got finished, and then he took it home, and then when I um, went and got my own place, he was like, hey, look, I don't need this thing. Do you want it? And I was like, shit, sure. And at the time, when I put it in my apartment, I was going to paint. It was wood colored, obviously, because it was made of wood. Yeah. 
I decided to paint it black. And there I was outside on my back deck painting a coffin black while the neighbors looking at me kind of strange. I'm just a week into living there. <laughs> there's a guy outside painting a coffin. And I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, <laughs> Nothing to see here. I'm like, what are you looking at? You know? Just paint my coffin. You fit real nice in this. <laughs> Remember that. I, if I chop, I always use up nice and small. You all fit in here. You know? <laughs> and I put a big glass top on it. Just look at it like a bank. <laughs> so, uh, so then I, I had it in the corner of my apartment, and I had like a little bookshelf inside that I had movies in and yeah. stuff like that. And and then Halloween came, I had a big giant crow poster of, of Brandon Lee, yeah. kind of in the crow walk, mm-hmm. and coming inside of it, kind of like you look, he was kind of coming out of it. It was okay looking. I'm not, you know, not artsy that way. It was just like, hey, it's black with some poster inside of it. Big wall poster, look good. <laughs> and then uh then when i moved back home i had to throw it in the storage yeah so it's been sitting there for years now at this point i, I kind of said my sister like here if you want to go have it but she has no room in her house and she's got two little boys so it's not really going to be uh it's not really something you could hang on and play in yeah so it's just been collecting dust and then i got a call last week about the beginning of last week from my friend matt and he was like hey um you still have that coffin which is, I'm like, yeah, why do you ask? Like, <laughs> you're the bury a body? I'm like, um, okay. And he's like, apparently, that um, his brother's brother, his brother's brother in law's kid or something, the family tree. Yeah. You know, um, they're doing a scavenger hunt and they need a photo of somebody in a coffin that's filled with popcorn. And my first question was, are we talking kernel popcorn? We're packing popcorn. <laughs> and he's like, I honestly don't know. I'm like, that. I'm like, well, you might want to get it out because, I mean, I know how big it is and it might be a little tough to do. Mm. I mean, we, I can get you the coffin. That's no problem. That's you know, locking and moving some shit out of the way. He's like, all right, well, I'll look into it. And then he calls me back later. He's like, no, it could be, it could be any kind of pop-. They never specified what kind of popcorn. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, how about this? You know, let's get some bag popcorn, you know, and we'll just throw you in it and we'll throw the bag popcorn because... You had to be kind of covered in the popcorn in yeah. a way. Um, and you had to, like, know that it was a coffin kind of thing. So I was like, well, I mean, we can, you know, I'm going to say the poor man's kind of addition. Like, get some bag popcorn, put the bag popcorn around you, and you know, just take a picture. Yeah. He's like, all right. So this week, and that's what we did, Thursday night, um, Thursday before we went to go see Suicide Squad, I was. I met him at the storage unit. Opened it up, and then we see. You know, it's it's not. It's big enough to hold obviously a coffin, nine foot coffin, standing straight up, mm. as well as the old stuff from my apartment and stuff like a, a nice uh, table that I, I wanted to keep. So we kind of moved some. We kind of shuffled some stuff out into the hallway, and then he was able to get into the coffin just through the path that we we wedged. Yeah, and then I had him stand on a stool that was in there. To kind of make sure that they can see the slanty down part. Yeah. You know, so it looks like it's the top of a coffin. Right. Not just, you got a square box. Like, all right. You know. And then he went to the store, grabbed some popcorn, big bag of popcorn. A couple bags of popcorn, actually four. And I just kind of slammed him in around him. And he stood there holding one bag while I put the other bags on his shoulder and top of his head. and went, okay, he said, cheese, click, you know. It was the actual, to get, it didn't take that long to do. But I felt bad because it's really a really a low rent photo. Yeah, and you know he sent it off to his brother, and they're like, "No, that's fine, that's perfect." You know, and we're like, "Really?" Because in my head, I'm like, 
you know somebody's knows somebody who knows somebody who has a funeral parlor or at least a you know a casket shop. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> I'm just gonna call it a casket shop. And and they're going, hey, let's try this one on for size and then jump a bunch of popcorn in there. It's gonna look all professional. I feel kind of guilty. I'm like, I got this is like you know backwater you know coffin that looks like it'll hold. Andre the Giant, you know, <laughs> sorry, but they're like, no, no, it's fine. I mean, at least you got something for the scavenger hunt. It's supposed to be like a national scavenger hunt. And I forgot to ask, like, well, what the prizes are? What if they win? Like, what do they get? And, you know, like, is it a trip around the world? Is it a thumbs up? Like, I forgot to ask. So mix my CMO. I'll see how it went. But yeah. that was kind of uh, one excursion. And then the other one was uh, yesterday. But we'll probably talk about that when we get to video games. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Because uh, she found this very funny. So this might be her story to tell from another person's perspective. <laughs> Go ahead, get it out. It's out. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, other than that, it was like an average week. Work was work. You know, didn't do much. Did we do much? No. No. Yeah. So. Uh, Anything exciting in your life happened? Uh, you want to no, share? No, I sit at home all day while he goes to work. Uh, which okay. is like the most boring that my life has ever been. <laughs> yay yay oh okay a nice little vacation all right all right all right yeah. um how about you well uh this week i decided instead of watching the usual family guy uh, uh, uh reruns over and over again right. or star trek the next generation reruns over and over again on bbc america i decided i'm gonna i'm gonna watch something and i was talking to a co-worker of mine he was m- mentioning Preacher, he's like, yeah, it was really good. He liked it, and I was like, you know what? I kind of wanted to see that. And he goes, well, all the episodes are now on demand. You can watch them and you know catch up and, right. and get everything going. So I actually finished it last night, and uh, I think I got a couple episodes left. I think it was it was it was good. I mean, it's it's one of those uh, the way they write it is is that something's already happened and they're kind of talking about it or or kind of hushly mentioning it right through the show. So you go, what what are they talking about exactly? And and as as it goes on, you kind of find out what it, you know what those past stories were. They right. kind of do like flashback episodes or uh, right. moments or uh, <clears throat> you know uh, just uh, stories that they tell like to another person. So that way you go, oh, so now that's how this ties right. in or that ties in now. In. You know, so at the end of the end of the series, you go, now it all makes sense. And then of course there was the grand finale. Which I don't know if you saw it, so I'm not going to uh, try. So, uh, earlier I said a couple of episodes to catch up on. So no, I did not see the finale. Finale. So it was it was it was really bizarre how they ended it and uh basically like you could see definitely that they've left a lot of cliffhangers open for season two, which right. made it nice that you could you know they did get a season two. Yeah, so I'm uh, looking forward to it because I, I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. I did read the comic book series. Okay. So like I read the series and the series is a little different than the T V show, but you have to make those kind of um adjustments to make it more acceptable to a broader audience. Mm-hmm. Like I was surprised they got away with ass face as much as they did. Yeah. You know, like, I, I was really surprised because he can be a, a real difficult character to bring across, especially when he's called Arseface. Yeah. You know, because he, his face looks like an asshole. Yeah. You know, but I liked how they, they, they subtitled him. You know, I can understand him, but I guess some people can't. Like, you know, or maybe when you read it, you hear him clear. I don't know how they did it, but it, it, it really works. Well, I did try and not, like, read the sub subtitle and re- listen to right. it. So some of it was hard. I mean, a lot of it I could understand. Like, a, like I could get probably, like, 80% of them. But okay. there was a couple of times when he said something. It was like, what? It was, like, especially the short, like, 
answers they yeah. would give. You're like, I have no idea what he said. I'd have to read the subtitle, which I did. So I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I enjoyed it. I, I, yeah, I recommend it. You know, it's if you're a Comcast subscriber, it's on demand now, free, so you can definitely check it out before season two starts and uh, enjoy wonder, it. I'm a FiOS guy, so I wonder if it's on FiOS. Yeah. I wonder. It doesn't matter. I think I DVR'd the last couple episodes. Uh, look. Hey. I kind of forget what I DVR'd. Like, I, I really wanted to DVR... Um, Kevin Smith's got a new show on AMC. That starts next Sunday. Oh, okay. Because they did that. Geek out. They, yeah, they did a special Comic-Con thing last week. Okay. And I missed. You know, because I forgot that it was going to be on. I had no idea it was on. See, there you go. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the thing. Like, like the on-demand is, is annoying sometimes because I, I kind of wish you're paying for it. You don't get commercials. Yeah, and, that, that it used to be that way. And, and it was. Like, when they first started, it was that way. But now they're doing it. But they only have, like, six or seven commercials that they'll run right. through this whole thing. So, of course, one of them has to be an ad for Hillary Clinton. You know, of course. You know, see that over and over again. The Slim Jim commercial where the two black guys are broken down in Amish country. And they the Amish guy picks them up. And they go, so what's it like not having the internet? And he goes, that's okay. I get pictures of your mom through the mail. <laughs> That's a good one. I never saw that one. Really? Great, right? <laughs> I saw it like, like 30 one. times. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was it. Sorry, that made me laugh really hard. I like that one. That's a good joke. That's a good joke. Snap into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. Um,. Well, it used to be you'd be able to either not have any commercials or fast through the commercials. Well, you can fast forward through the commercials. Some, it's great. You can't. Some. On some, you can't. It was like, um, you get to like shows like NBC and CBS. It's like, oh, these, because there was a big controversy about people like DVR and stuff and fast forwarding through commercials or watching something on demand because it had no commercials. It's like people are like, well, we're paying you guys X amount of money for ad time because of this show. And if people's watching it on demand, then we're not getting any return investment on return on our investment. Right. So that's why they started doing, okay, well, like a 30 second spot between like, like in the middle. of yeah. it. Yeah. Generally, I mean that, that I could deal with that. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, if you want to do 30 seconds in the middle, then I can take a break and go like, I mean, to the bathroom or something. I, like that, honestly, or... I would like to see them do what they do for soccer games. Like have a full hour and excuse me, have a full hours of entertainment of a show because, okay, this is how I used to record a lot of television shows when mm-hmm. I was younger. We had a VCR. And I, my favorite show was Moonlighting. And I knew that I could get six hours, seven episodes, I think, of Moonlighting on a six-hour tape. Mm-hmm. Because it was, every episode was 52 minutes long. Yeah. Okay. Now, when you watch an hour show without commercials, it's like 42 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So that means you're getting about 15 minutes worth of, you know, you know about commercials. Yeah. You know, roughly. 18 minutes, yeah. Yeah. So, so you're getting that time lost. Why not use that time, refill with 15 minutes. And then in like the corner, they already have that stupid, hey, you're watching Fox kind of advertisement down there that's clear. Why not do that for like, like you had to do if you're watching a soccer game, it's 90 continuous minutes. And every once in a while, a logo for like McDonald's this is now sponsored by McDonald's this half hour. Mm-hmm. Why not switch to that kind of a broadcast where you can get more content in, in that hour and then not disrupt the, hey, here's a break. Like, you know, oh, it fades to black and then commercials have a constant hour, like how they do Daredevil or, or all the all the Netflix shows. There's no commercials. So why not have a, like a little M for McDonald's or Burger King or a car commercial, like drive up underneath, like boom, 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 boom Ford. You know, <laughs> boom, 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 Dodge. You know, yeah. like stuff like that. That's what they do for football. 
Yeah, they do that for football too. Like, why not take that approach to their television programming? You might find more people who are willing to watch live television rather than DVRs because they don't have to fast forward to the commercials. Mm. And you might. Are you already kind of annoyed by that Fox logo? And every once in a while, you're in, all of a sudden, you see, here's Homer Simpson's fat yellow head come up, like, you know? Yeah. But why not just. I think that if they did that, they might get more viewership. And they could just take all that out for the on demand stuff. Because those people already paid for their time. Yeah, I mean, I I, I see your point, you know, but the thing yeah. is, is that thanks to Ronald Reagan, that's why there's more ads in television. Oh, well, the, tell me about that, Ed. I don't yes, that. back in the early 80s, they were talking, when pre, when he became president, they were talking about television. Of course, the FCC came in a lot of controversy back then. And they said, well, you know, it's it's for the home audience, this television. And Reagan says, no, 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 it's not for the home audience. It's for advertisers. That's why television's made is because the only way you're going to get shows made is advertisers to put their commercials in because who's paying for the show? Who's paying for these stations? Like, that's where you have to, you know, kind of think because they right. wanted to have the tax dollars up like a partial of it put into television. And he's like, no, we're not paying for this. You know, this is not like a right to have. Like, this is just a privilege that people have that they can, you know, view and enjoy. Okay, I understand. So, yeah, like. Okay. So that's why they like if you watch shows back in the day, like in the fifties, sixties, and seventies, and eight, or early eighties, it was like barely any commercials at all. There yeah. may be like fifteen minutes a show, couple yeah, commercials. A, a half hour comedy was twenty two minutes long. Right. You know. And then you you know your second half was you know a little bit shorter. You know, or they they figured it out where they divided it up properly, and then that was it. But like you you literally got a lot of television in. You yeah. got a lot of script in. Now they're like, no, we're just going to shorten it down. We're going to we're going to squeeze more commercials, and that's why now you see basic cable. You'll see them run their uh, final skit like on a television show, and at the bottom they'll see it squeeze up a little bit, and the yeah. and the end credits roll really fast, yeah. and then the beginning credits for the next show start, and then it just continues with the yep. next show. So that way, who did that? Oh, I can't see. Anything. Yeah. yeah. Who starred in this? You know, who, you know, who's the guest star? I don't know that guy's name, but I want to look at it. And it's like, nope, can't get CNC that. And that's, that's kind of, they're going through all these like changes. And that's why like, you know, Netflix and, and uh, Hulu are getting more, more and more yeah. subscribers because people are going, I'm tired of the content. They, they're commercial free because I'm paying for it online. I could do it now on my television with Roku boxes or uh, some entertainment systems and DVD, right. player, Blu-ray players and so on. That you can do all that, and it's yeah. like you know, you know, and I'm paying eight bucks a month. A lot of some people are quitting like Comcast and FiOS because it's like I don't have to watch it the day it airs. I can watch it however I want to watch it. Like how many times do we do the new releases of the week? I'm a guy I don't watch NCIS on TV unless it's the I watch CSI twice regular season, season opener, season finale. After that, I wait until the I wait until the summertime. August, this is my month. NCIS, NCIS Los Angeles, NCI New Orleans, Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, they're all going to be coming. All the shows that I enjoy over the year, mm-hmm. over this past year that I might have missed, come out in Blu-ray, binge watch it. Right. That's, I'm just Commercial binge- free. You're going to get to know a lot of TV shows. I'm a binge watcher, so I'm okay with that. All right. You know, so, I mean, like, I'm looking forward to Flash season two because I missed most of it. I'm looking forward to Arrow season four because I haven't seen any of it. Same with the NCIS, and this one's a good one because his Tony's the guy who plays Tony's. It was his last season, mm. so I was like, "All right, I'm in. I'm I'm gonna be binge watching like a motherfucker, you know, in the next month and a half." Yeah, you know. So, 
The parent, baby. You think you think Law and Order binges are big? Bam, just you know. No, I mean I binge watch things. I would. I, I don't like. I don't like the waiting process on for live TV. You know, like it comes out a week. You got to wait a whole week to find. I don't like that. I would rather wait, watch it all through whenever I want to. Like I think when I watched, um, when I did all of Sons of Anarchy for like two and a half weeks, that's all that my TV played. That's it. Only Sons. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm I'm a binge watcher. That's that's the world we live in now, where you you have access to this stuff. The television's got to, the major networks have got to start changing their ideas because with with shows like The Walking Dead or just Netflix's Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Orange is the New Black, they have some really good, you know, HBO with, you know, Game of Thrones and all their shows. They got to start stepping up their game because. They're missing out. I mean, yeah, okay, how many more seasons of Law & Order can you fit out on television? Mm-hmm. How many more seasons? I mean, like, NCIS is going on season 14. Now, I love the show, but I haven't watched every, you know, like, I mm-hmm. watch every season binge-watching it. Supernatural starting season 12. Yeah. Like, that's a show I never thought would have gotten past your season 5. Right. So, again, that's just, I did not see any of this past season. Blu-ray, boom, just going to start just <laughs> choking myself down on Supernatural. <laughs> that is not a good sample <laughs> radio. <laughs> just imagine me in front of a TV, just binge watching. <laughs> That's a little better. Sounds like you're eating. That <laughs> sounds like something else. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, this week, well, then anything else happened to you this week? No, that's pretty much it. You know, I just uh, it, it, you you. You think you have so much time when when I watch all these rerun shows like all week long, I'm thinking, God, I have so much time on my hands that, <laughs> that I, you know, and then and then you come to realize it was ten episodes or like ten right. one hour episodes, a little bit less, like fifty two minutes, and it still was ten hours. It's yeah, it's still ten hours close too, you know. But the thing is, is that like I'll get like two episodes in and then I got to do something or you know where something right. happens and I'm like, nope, didn't get today, you know, didn't get to watch it, so. Last night I ended up watching like four episodes just to, to finish it out because I wanted really to finish it out this week because next week I'm trying to – I either got a couple ideas what I want to do and I'm not sure which way I'm going to go. But uh, Is it show-related? Well, no. I mean, oh, you're just you're just just doing – oh, for your for your viewing pleasure. For my own viewing uh, pleasure, okay. yes. Like I have, to, I have to finish – I started watching Stranger Things on Netflix completely. Never got a chance to go around because, again, she's been um, binge-watched. She's – She's a multimedia kind of girl, and I just started realizing that. Like, I'll sit in my room, and she'll have Law and Order on Netflix. She's on my iPad doing the Gordon Ramsay app, you know, game. Various things. Various things. But most of it's, it's either that, and she's scrolling her Facebook, and I'm always kind of like, can I do anything in my room? Because I'm always like, can I play a video game? She's like, yeah, sure. That's just background noise. So, like, now that I know that, I, I my dad finished Stranger Things downstairs. I mean, if I knew he was watching, I would have been like, baby, watch Law and Order. I'll be downstairs. But now that I know that I, I have kind of a free TV when she's on the iPad, I gotta I gotta finish watching that because the show I heard was really good. I love the first episode, but that's about as far as I got. You know? <laughs> so I gotta be a lot of it's gonna be a lot of sleep this night. Me just glued myself to the TV. Go ah, arrow. No, Alyssa, yeah, I guess you break up. <laughs> what is Sam and Dean getting into this week? <laughs> <laughs> So now, also, well, the three of us got to go to the movies Thursday night. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, oh, oh, this is gonna. 
Strap in, folks. <laughs> um, all right, before we start the, what I like to, like to call the Suicide Squad Slamming Squad, or Society, <laughs> um, the Suicide Squad Slamming Society here. Uh, let's find out where it landed on the top five. All right. Well, the probably number... no one's guess, but all right. <laughs> no one's guess? No, I'm sure everyone knows where it's going to land. Okay. Uh, number five was the number two movie of last week. It was uh, Star Trek Beyond. It made ten point two million over the so weekend. Dropped down to number five already. Yes. Wow. Uh, it made one uh, ten point two. I said, and then one hundred twenty seven point nine overall in the three weeks release with a hundred eighty five million dollar budget. So, all right. I mean, probably worldwide, it's really made it's, its money. Yeah, by we're it. talking yeah. like local, just in the U.S. of A. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number four was number four movie of last week, The Secret Life of Pets. It made eleven point five six million over the weekend. And uh, 319.5 overall on the five weeks release with a $75 million budget. Wow. Expect Secret Life of Pets 2. I did see an article that they right. are there. They are making a sequel a to this sequel. movie. Yes. I can only imagine what this was going to be like. The number three movie was the number three movie of last week, Bad Moms. It made $14.2 million over the weekend and 51 overall in the two weekends release with a $20 million budget. Look at Bad Mobs hanging in there. There you go. Okay, what's the number two movie? Number two movie was the number one movie of last week, Jason Bourne. It made $22.7 million over the weekend and 103.4 overall in the two weekends release with a $120 million budget. Uh, All right. Still not bad, you know. All right. All right. And, then, and of course, number one, there's no surprise to anybody, new release Suicide Squad. It made $135.1 million. And that's where it sits in the total gross with a $175 million budget. Well, our, okay. Here's the thing is I already heard that globally it's made like almost $300 million. Okay. Globally. However, it has the same problem. And everyone's like, well, it made its money back. Eh. It has the same problem that Batman v Superman made, where it needs to make close to eight hundred million dollars combined for it to break even. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how it goes next week. I mean, I don't know what's coming out next week, Ed. Oh well, next week's films. Good question. Sorry, I know I kind of threw you on the spot there because Ed usually has a piece of paper that tells him what was going on, but uh, I don't know Ed, what's coming out next week. Uh, next week. August twelfth. Here we go, oh, kids. Oh, I know what's coming out next. Week. Movie we're seeing. Cafe Society is coming out, starring Jesse Eisenberg and Christine Stewart. That's not it. <laughs> wait, Jesse Eisenberg and Ka uh, Christine Stewart? Yes. So the re wait. That is the, uh, what's his name? The director uh, from New York. Uh, what are you, Howling? What are you, wait, Alan, yes. Well, I'm just saying, because the two of them just started a movie not too long ago, where they were stoners, and he was a stoner spy. Yeah. You know, and she was his, <laughs> and she was his girlfriend. Yes. Um, what? A stoner spy. Yeah, he was a stoner that was um, um, brainwashed. He was like a uh, undercover spy that didn't know it, and they called him to into play. But we'll probably watch. It. I never got to be a spy. <laughs> then we have Florence Foster Jenkins, starring Mel Streep and Hugh Grant. I'm not saying that one. <laughs> <laughs> the Holler, starring John Kaninsky and Margot Martindale. The Hollers? The Hollers. H-O-L-L-A-R-S. Holler, okay. Oh, boy. A holler is like a neighborhood in like the backwoods of country places. And it's like a bunch of... Um, if our street didn't have a bunch of streets connected to it, uh -huh. so it's like a little like a little community of, of backwoods rednecks, basically. It's, it's a holler. 
Okay. Okay. There you go. <laughs> All right. We learned something today. Yes, Ed. we did. All right. What's next? Uh, Peach Dragon, starring Bryce Ooh. Dallas Howard and Robert Redford. I want to see that. Okay. <laughs> I want to see that, but that's not the movie I know we're seeing next week. Uh, I'm just going to skip over because I'll at least save that one for last. <laughs> uh, Spectacle, starring Emily, Emily uh, Mortimer and Bruce Greenwood. Nope, that's not it. And finally, Sausage Party. That's Sa- it. There you go. Sausage Party. South Reagan and Jonah Hill. Woo! I'm in. We're in. So in watching that one. Yes. All right. My favorite scene, though, is the jar of jelly smashed over the board of peanut butter grabs and smears jelly. I'm going to fix you as he smears some jelly. No, the baby carrot one's way funny. <laughs> <laughs> the baby carrot's way They're funny. eating children. Oh, <laughs> uh, looks so good. And so funny. Finally, an R-rated movie. I'm, I really hope that's the number one movie next week. I really, really, really want that to be a number one movie next week. All right. So uh, we're definitely seeing that. So you expect my review, our review, next week on Sausage Party. What? what? <laughs> All right. Now let's get to the, the matter at hand. All right. The three of us saw Suicide Squad. I kind of want to do this in pro-con form. Uh-huh. I'll just go, we'll go Ed and me and then let Stacy kind of wrap it up because she probably has more to say about it than anybody because of her love <laughs> for the characters that were in it. All right. So All right. Um, let's, let's, let's pro, <laughs> pro-con this bitch. Um, okay. okay right? You know what? Let's do it this way. Ed, did you like or hate it? I loved it. Get out. I know. <laughs> Pete always does that. I'm like, seriously. <laughs> I, you know what? I I didn't hate it. Okay. I didn't hate it. I, I I can't say that I liked it, but I can't say I hated it either. And the reason why is just because there was two things that, that this movie did that the other ones haven't. Okay. Well, we'll get that to be part of your pro-con list. Uh, okay. All right. Me, I kind of, eh, about it. It's one of those, I, I saw someone write it, in, write it out, and I really liked the way the person wrote it out. It was um, the, depressingly... I'm sorry. What was it? Uh, what was the phrase? Disappointingly average. Mm-hmm. It there was nothing great about it, but there was nothing too horrible about it. Mm-hmm. Like it's a movie that you can kind of go, all right, I saw it, and then move on. Five years from now, I'm not really sure if it's going to be remembered. But my opinion was like, eh, about it, Stacy. Honest, give me your honest opinion. I hated it. Right. I hated it because of what I wanted to love about it. Okay. All right. Now that we all got that out, we'll pro con this bitch. Ed, pros and cons. Pros. Okay, first pro I have to say is that it was a coherent story, which is very rare for like <laughs> a, a superhero movie of DC. All right. You know, I mean, like they, they when we got the Batman v Superman, everybody came out and go, you know, I did I didn't like the movie because of this question, this question, this. I mean, there was like four or five questions you at least had, and then when they finally came out the Ultimate Edition, and I saw that, I was like, well, at least. It explained everything. You you know you got the full story of it, and you go that thirty minutes is needed for the film to really make sense. Okay, but it still was a crap movie anyway, so okay. it's like it didn't really matter. So to me, it was like well, at least now I don't have to see a special edition one. I have to don't have questions about the the movie itself. Like I, I understood every part of that movie. Okay, any other pros? The second pro is the fact that they got uh, 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 Matt. Uh, uh, ben Affleck back into the Batman suit <laughs> again to see him in that, you know, and the Bruce Wayne kind of uh, role again. Very short. I'm not going to say, you know, because I don't want right. to give too much weight, but it was very short. But at least you, 
But oh, you know what? Like, I that was one of the things I admired about Batman v Superman. So this is like a great like bring okay. over to the next movie. It kind of pulls them all together. Yes. Now, now you see how these guys interact with the world. Yes. Okay. Any other pros? Uh, no. Okay, con me. Con? Okay. <sighs> okay. All right. All right. First <laughs> off, Harley Quinn was average. Yes. Okay. I, I, I don't want to say she was horrible at it. Margot Robbie wasn't horrible at the character. But the thing that the, the, the script writers gave her was the best that she could do in that ability. Right. Okay. okay so I, I I call it a, I call that a, a con because I think she could have done a lot better if she thought of some more lines or, or if they gave her more to do or gave her more to do or gave her okay. more of of a of more of a, a, a story to flesh out. Number two, Joker was the worst Joker of all the Jokers I've seen in my life. Yes. Uh, I mean that's yes. He, I was not scared by him at all. No. I think I could take him in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> And, and and I don't think it would be a long fight either, you know, right. that kind of thing. You know, I pretty much would punch him, sit on his face till he dies, and then it would be it. Right. But uh, let's see what else that was. Those two, uh, Will Smith in another movie. Uh, you know, I know how much you like Will Smith, okay. and I and I and I know we're going to disagree about this part. But like, it's kind of like seeing Andy Kaufman in the. I don't know if I said that name right. I know it's Kaufman. What's his? Is that yeah, right? I was talking about Andy Kaufman, the guy who played Latka in uh, Taxi. No, no, no. In Guardians of the Galaxy, who was the? It was Kaufman. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Uh, you, I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. Once uh, you see him in that movie, it kind of ruins that like whole scene because you see him in the movie. Will Smith's that kind of guy. It's like it's Will Smith. Right. Okay. Put I, put I some more makeup on him. Do something else. I, I know what you're saying. You're saying is when you hire Will Smith to be in your movie, you're not getting a character. You're getting Will Smith. Like right. Yeah. Like like when you get Tom Cruise, you're getting Tom Cruise. Right. Right. It doesn't matter what it is. I, Jack I, Reacher, Mission Impossible. I, I understand. Say day or night. I can list all the spy movies he was in. You're right. He never. He never plays a character. When Tom Cruise walks on the set, you go, that's Tom Cruise. Yeah. He gives you a Tom Cruise performance. Yes. Um, he's not like, you know, I, I completely agree 100%. Will Smith plays Will Smith in this movie. Yeah. It's, it, I was waiting for him to punch somebody and go, welcome to Earth. Yeah. You know, it's the same kind of an attitude. Right. I get you. I get you. I, okay. So there's, to me, like, Will Smith doesn't have that kind of growth. Now, I mean, he's a good actor. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of movies he's been in. Sure. A lot of dramas he's been in that are, he's quite excellent in. But like the action stuff, I don't think that's his genre, especially comic book movies. I'm sure he. I never saw Bad Boys one and two, and I'm sure you he did. Never saw those? No. Wow. wow. <laughs> I'm a little shocked because I mean, like Will Smith was like the the guy who you went to when you wanted a summer blockbuster. Both Bad Boy movies were were phenomenal action movies. Independence Day is basically his movie. Yeah, and, you know? I, and I, I mean, back in 1995, I think or whatever. I mean, up until what is- Wild Wild West, he was called the Fourth of July guy because every time he had a movie in Fourth of July, you knew it was going to make a hundred million dollars easily. Yeah, you know? I liked Wild Wild West. I like that movie. <laughs> That's right. a conversation. <laughs> we're going to have to have a talk off air. <laughs> I love you and all, and I, it's not. It's, you like Wild Wild West isn't a deal breaker for me. I'm like just saying, like. Baby. Suck it up, Buttercup. I like Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your con is that Will Smith played Will Smith, right? So that was the, okay. and then of course the the characters that were portrayed in this <laughs> film, you kind of didn't feel like they were the actual characters you saw in the comic books. Now, granted, I know there's a transitional period that you have to do, and everybody has their own right. ideas of the performance of the way they do it, but it's just like. 
I don't know, like pick up a comic book, the writer, and you know, figure out more character traits. It would have yeah, been better for I the movie. I understand that David Ayer has only had six weeks to write a script because Warner Brothers, as always, said this movie's coming out on this date. Now go, you know, and it wasn't wasn't like, hey, let's let's work on this and try to figure out a way. It seems to be like Warner Brothers has this. Okay, Suicide Squad's going to come out next year. We're going to put that there, and like months later. Shit, Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad's coming out. Quick, get somebody. Yeah. You, you, we don't have a script, but we start filming in like six weeks. Go. Yeah. And that's kind of how Suicide Squad hit the ground running. Man, and that's the thing. Like, that's to me like a big, huge disadvantage for Warner Brothers. They should have a scriptwriter at least and a director. Those two should be in place before a, a date is set. Right. Like, okay, um, you know that the, and the, the Infinity War. I know it's now no longer two movies. It's mm. one movie and then an, a third Avengers movie. Yeah. That's splitting the two stories up. But the people that are writing it are running it right now. And that that's coming out in two years. Yeah. So you know what? You got two years to flesh out a script. Yeah. You know, even if they start filming next year, it's a full year's time to write a script and work out the kinks and see how it's going to fit into that universe. Exactly. Not like, and go. We're filming next week. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Let's get the actors. Let's let's like like sign a bunch of people that you know we'll get in there. Oh, Margaret Robbie was hot. She did the Wolf of Wall Street. Everybody liked yeah. her in that. Let's put her in this. And then Will Smith. How can you go wrong? Yeah, guaranteed a hundred million dollars. Jared Leto. Ballast Dias Ballast Club. Like we was talking about that. That was hot on the list. Let's. That's let's, a good point. Let's put that name in there. You know. And let's 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 just flesh out the rest of the characters. Well, if we can get Ben Affleck. <laughs> money, 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 money. Mommy! And it's like no. <laughs> All right. Any other cons? Uh, you know what? Let, let's. Why don't you give a few cons? That, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, like here, keep, oh, I mean, you I'm, keep throwing me this ball. Well, because it's your turn. I'm like, I'll wait till you. <laughs> you get, if you got anything else, then I mean, that's that's as, as of right now, that's as much as my anger okay, can allow. So, so you want to pile on whatever I add? Yeah. Okay. Um, pros. Uh, I thought it was pretty. Like I like the I personally like the kind of neon kind of thing. Mm. Like every once in a while they had like a neon kind of effect to things. I like that. Pro, I thought Margot Robbie did better than I expected. Mm-hmm. For me, I mean, she was okay. She wasn't great, but she wasn't the worst thing about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, pro, I like Will Smith. I know if I want to watch Will Smith in a movie, I know I'm getting Will Smith, and I like Will Smith. So, it to me seeing him talk, I'm like. It's Will Smith. Uh, I don't care. Like I, I didn't care that he was not the dead shot that maybe most people recognize him as. But to me, it's like, okay, Will Smith is in it. I know what to expect. I have a couple cons about his character that I'll slide into later. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Amanda Waller, Viola Davis, brought her fucking A-game. I mean, you, you could have thought that she was acting a completely different movie. Because <laughs> it was like, she comes in both guns blazing as a kick-ass motherfucker, a hard-ass that you go... That's how Amanda Waller should be. And you're going, where was everybody else? Like, it's like she kind of brought her game while everybody else was like off on green screen. Well, the thing with Viola Davis was that I think she could have done a better performance. I really do. I think there's a lot more lines she could have delivered better. Sure. Okay. But I'm not, you know, I'm not like, you know, it's nitpicking on my part a little bit. But the fact is, is that. That the rest of the cast were so bad that made her so much better. Like, okay. like, like right. you know, she could have phoned it in and it would have been like ten right. times better than boop, what. Boop, boop, boop. What's my line? Uh, yeah, I'm Amanda Waller. Uh, you know, just, <laughs> she just stands in an ADR room. Just, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, let's see what else I like about it. Um, 
Okay, the soundtrack to the movie was good. I liked some of the soundtrack, but there's also a con in relationship to that. Mm-hmm. So, it, to me, like I said, it, it the overall like it's, it's the reason why I'm so the movie's average for me. Mm-hmm. Cons: Joker sucked fucking ass. I don't care. Like at first, okay, back when we saw first saw that image, I was like, oh my god, he looks like he should be working a hot topic. The whole movie looks like it was supplied by Hot Topic closing. Mm-hmm. It's just, might as well just said, Suicide Squad brought to you by Hot Topic. You know, because everything just seemed so, like, oh, cool, hip, it's, it's what's now, and if you're not wearing this now, you're a loser. Like, it just seemed, like, it, it just seemed try, try too hard to be part of pop culture rather than being part of its own culture. Mm-hmm. Um he just kind of sucked the life out of every time I saw him on screen. I was not, I was like you, I was not scared. To me, the Joker isn't about scary. He's about fucking psychotic. To me, Jared Leto looked like a guy with just some personal boundary issues. Because mm-hmm. he sat on the guy's lap, touched the guy's face. When he did the thing, like the fucking tattoo on his arm to put it up against his face to make it look like he's smiling. Like, what the fuck is that? You're the Joker. Fucking smile. You don't need to... You don't need pantomime your own smiles. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck. The grill part didn't bother me again. I, to me, it looked like he, they were just got pissed teeth knocked out, but she probably noticed it differently than I did. Um, I oh, just, well, I'm saying, I mean, I didn't really get into the look of Joker. I mean, that yeah. to me was one of the worst things. I mean, to see that first. And then, of course, back then, though, when we first saw the image, if you remember, it was because of the 75th. That's what they, that's the DC fucking line to us. Because first it was like that look and the internet went, you got to be fucking kidding me. Now, some people were pro it. Like, I know Stacy's pro that look. But most people were like, really? That looks like shit. You know, it looks like a meth head that got kicked out of a Marilyn Manson concert. Yeah. You know? And then it was like, then someone at DC was like, no, 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 no. It's just a promotional image because that's what he's going to look like. But not the tattoos aren't in there. This is just a celebration of his 75th anniversary. And people were like, oh, okay. It still sucks, but okay. But I mean, if you take away the tattoos, he looks pretty good. Yeah. I'm in. We're in. And then all of a sudden, we start seeing him on set, and people are going, "Oh, someone fucking lied!" Yeah, like you could see the 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 tattoos on his body. You're just like, "This son's a bitch lied to us." Like, fuck. Yeah. Like, so going in, I wasn't really thrilled about the look, but I was willing to kind of go if he does a great job acting at the part. I would forget the look. But his acting was on par with that look. He didn't look... To me, the Joker's the kind of guy when he walks into a room, you don't want to make direct eye contact with him. Because the moment you make eye... It's like he should be like a shark. The moment he spots you or any weakness, he's going to pounce on you. Mm -hmm. Even if it is just to fuck with you for a little bit, to get you so uptight, and then shoot the guy next to you just to keep you in line. Yeah, This Joker had none of that. None of that kind of scariness. (laughs) People are like... From what I've seen on the internet, it was like, oh, he's creepy. I'm like, Joker's not creepy. Joker's psychotic. He's the guy you don't you don't want to give him a good look. You don't want to... When he walks in, you want to avert your eyes because the moment he makes eye contact, you're, you're done. You want to avert your eyes and you start shaking is basically yes. what it comes down to. Yeah. When you see Joker walking in the room, you're like, oh, crap. You know, like, And you're like, please don't look at me. Please don't look at me. Please don't look at me. There goes, is no, you! And you're like, oh, fuck. There I'm is dead. no way there's a scene, and it gives a con, um, and it has to do with Harley and his relationship. The pimping out of Harley to Common, the actor, mm-hmm. to me was uh, stupid. Yeah, I'm like, first of all, you're basically telling Joker that his woman's fine. 
you shouldn't even be addressing Joker at all. Yeah. Like, you should be there kind of sniveling and quowering in the first place because you had to deal with him. I didn't like whole gangster Joker anyway. And I never, like, people are like, well, he's part of the comic books. The one thing, the one storyline where he was actually kind of a of a mobster was in the Batman, All-Star Batman and Robin, which no one really liked. And it didn't only last at the 12 issues, and that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, where he had the big Yakuza tattoo on his back. I, other than that, I've never really, like... It just doesn't seem that was my con. I just I did not buy him as a Joker. Mm-hmm. I would have rather have him be like a Joe. Like, please hire another actor and make this guy be like a a, a Joker stand-in that Joker finds out about and pisses gets pissed off, and you see him stomp Jared Leto's Joker to death. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really wish Heath Ledger was still alive because Heath is Joker. I think would fit perfect in that in that world. I, I think that his his psychotic nature mm. I think would have been a way better Joker mm-hmm. and then than than Jared's uh, another con kind <clears throat> of just seemed like it was just yeah like okay as much as I liked the soundtrack mm. I didn't like how they used the soundtrack it felt very um, like vignette. Like, hey, special feature on the Joker. Look, here's his music playing. Woo, and you get some, like, flashes, and they give, like, a little, like, almost video game-esque boss fight kind of mm-hmm. feel to it, whereas, like, the Joker, a.k.a. The, the clown, a.k.a. this, blah, 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 loves this, hates this, doesn't like that. It's like, really? Like, what do you... Another con, and I'm not sure if it's a con or if it's maybe just me being nitpicky, um, Captain Boomerang had this fetish for his unicorn. Mm-hmm. And I was like, was that supposed to be a, a, a Deadpool joke? Like, because in Deadpool, when Deadpool goes and masturbates, he's got his little unicorn. I'm like, is that supposed to, is he supposed to be like their version of Deadpool? Like, I couldn't. And then it didn't, it, to me, it didn't matter. Like, why was that in there? Like, like there was no point. If there, was, if there was a plot point part of it, I would be like, oh, okay. Like, now I see why. But there was like nothing. There was nothing that really gave you, he dropped it once and he kissed it and put it back in his jacket and that was it. And I'm I, like. Was that funny? You know, was it? And then to uh, another con was that if they went back to um, do reshoots to try to lighten up the movie with more jokes, who a lot of those jokes were bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know a bad joke when I see when I hear one, and when I see one, God knows I say enough myself. <laughs> so when you see a bad joke on screen, and you, you the, I felt like the audience that we were watching it with, it felt divided, like you felt like a lot of people walked out going oh my god that movie was amazing and the other half going what are you fucking crazy that was a piece of shit like people go oh well that's a joker he was now like to me there are 75 years of joker that that you could pull from i don't know where jared leto pulled his joker from i honestly don't you know i don't know what kind of idea it's you know 25 years of harley maybe at this point you know so, you know, going back from the animated series? Yeah. 94. Okay, 94. So, 2004, 20. Yeah, so, uh, about, coming up to 25 years of Harley. 22, yeah. Yeah, you could you could pull from stuff. I said, uh, almost 25. You gave her a look like, you can't add. I said, almost 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't think I was going to notice that look? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I was kind of hoping you did notice that look. <laughs> so, I mean, I thought Margot... I know it's 22, Ed. <laughs> 22 is almost 25, correct? It would round down to 20. Whatever. <laughs> I don't round down. I round okay, up. Go ahead. <laughs> Continue on. It's almost 25 years. She could have pulled from other stuff. I thought the voice was okay. Could have been better. 
But when you gave her more to, you couldn't tell the accent through most of the movie until mm. she had longer lines to say, because most of it was like one or two words, maybe a sentence. But then when she had like the moment, like the moment in the bar, you know, she had more stuff to talk about or more things to say. You could hear something of a Bronx at, you know, inflection mm. on the words. Mm. I think it just could have been more. Oh God, he's gonna be such a such a little bitch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't like getting spit on. And uh... sorry, I, I won't look at you at all. All right, I'll just look over here, so that I can't tell your reaction. Okay, good. All right, so those are my cons. Oh, oh you still look. All right, good. okay, baby, your turn. Okay. Uh, this this so... you and I can sit back on, and okay, maybe so... show throw a question or two before I start. I don't know how to vent about it without putting spoilers out there. Yeah. I, I don't think I can. So you can spoil it. Enough people and, like, seen it. Stop yeah. listening if you don't want your spoilers because they're coming. Okay. Being a Batman fan, solely like a Batman fan, you uh-huh. know, my opinion is biased about this movie, and I will admit that. Okay. Because going into it, I went to go see it for the four Batman characters that are in it. You know, I me, mean? Deadshot, Croc, Harley, and Joker. That's the four Batman's people that are in it. So I'm okay. Like, yes, all four of these people that I love on one screen, done, sold, right? I'm in. I was a fan of Jared's look. I still think that he looked okay. Like, visually, to look at him, I was like, all right, cool, whatever. I, I Fine. Do you want to make change up Joker a little bit? That's cool. But... My issue, my biggest issue with his Joker was the the love that he had for Harley in this movie. He does not love her. He's never loved her. She's expendable for him, right? Like, he can throw her away. She gets locked up in Arkham all the fucking time, and he leaves her ass there. Hires new Harleys, in fact. And he's like, fuck it, I'll get Harley out whenever I feel like I need her. Where are my socks at? Harley, where are they at? Oh, she's not here. Let me go rescue her from Ivy, right? But he doesn't do it because he loves her. He does it because there's something in it for him. In this movie... He was depressed because he didn't have his Harley. Like, what, laying on a floor because he doesn't have his Harley? Like, won't talk to anyone, won't go do any bad shit. You're just going to completely stop being the Joker because you don't have your Harley? Bullshit, right? No. He didn't sound right. He didn't laugh right. It No. The teeth thing, okay. When they did the teeth thing, their mm-hmm. whole theory was, well, it's because he's been getting punched in the face for years and years and years, right? But to be able to have silver caps on your teeth, it's covering your whole tooth. Mm-hmm. It was not. They were like half caps. Like as if he went to the dentist. Okay. <clears throat> Down in Houston, grills are like a big, big, big thing, right? So like you can go to a dentist and get like your teeth molded, take it to a person that makes grills, and they'll pop you a grill in that you can take in and out. It's like he went and did that. Like it was cute for him to have those. Not that he was getting punched in the face, because if he'd have been getting punched in the face all those years, all of his teeth, it would be completely covering what should be his teeth, and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, like, Aunt, throw the grill thing out the window because y'all didn't do that right either, right? It's something that y'all said y'all were going to do. You still didn't do it right. No. I have a love-hate relationship for Harley, right? Because, like, I'm like, okay, it was the first one on screen. You did okay for the first one, right? I still don't like her look. I hated her look the minute I seen her look, right? I agree that the Jester outfit would not have looked good on a live action Harley. I'll agree with that. Like, fine. You don't want to put her in a jester thing because it's like real life and nobody really dresses like that. Okay, cool. Whatever. But they could have done a, t- they could have put her in the nurse outfit from Arkham Asylum and it still would have looked better than, than that. <laughs> and I hated that look. Than, my, uh... than that. Like, really? You're going to make her a 
Oh, how do I say this without being offensive? Um, <laughs> it's okay. You can, you can be offensive. You're going to make her like a ghetto superstar hood rat? That's what you're going to do to her? Yeah. Really? <laughs> like, really? That's, 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 that's. And now we lost the, the, I'm sorry. the ghetto hood rat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I will Thanks. apologize you, for that. All, <laughs> all of what? Three people? In all fairness, though, they kind of made Joker kind of like a, a ghetto. And I didn't like, like that either. Like, when yeah. you, when we were standing outside and you said it was like Al Pacino decided to like dye his hair purple, I mean dye his hair green and put on a purple suit, that's exactly what it felt like. Like at any minute he was going to be like, say hello to my little friend. Right? Like, no. Where's no. Harley? <laughs> like, no, it just didn't work for me. I liked Will Smith as Deadshot. One of the only cons for me, right? I thought that he was, I think I laughed at only will smith stuff but okay. again it's will smith so like he's funny everybody knows he's funny right like he saved it i thoroughly enjoyed waller she was scary everybody knows that like she ain't shit and she'll do what she needs to do to like get shit done she doesn't care if she throws people under the bus for it right like we all know that about waller i think she played that really really well but i get where you're saying from if everybody else would have brought her a game would her would it have been as good mm-hmm. yeah. i get where what you where you're going with that mm-hmm. right so like Deadshot pro waller pro I'm not like, a, I don't know a whole lot about the flash. I don't know a whole lot about a bunch of other characters outside. I mean, a little bit about other stuff, but like my knowledge isn't Batman and I'm not going to deny that. Mm. I thought that boomerang was kind of funny. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like he, it was kind of hard to understand what he was saying sometimes, but I think that's the accent thing. So like that made sense to me also. Right. I liked the enchantress. I think that she looked good. I think that like visually I was like, oh, okay, I could look at that for a little while. Totally not mad at that. Hated the way that her brother looked. Like, why does she look so human even when she's like got her heart back and everything and he still looks like he belongs in Superman? You know what I mean? Like I didn't. Some people compared him to Thanos. Right. Okay. So I'm like, like... eh, no. Um, I have a really big issue with Croc. <laughs> <laughs> a really big issue with Croc. Because even in, like, the animated series, Croc is portrayed as this really stupid, I threw a rock at him. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Like, he's dumb because he's this big, burly character who can't do anything but smash shit up, right? Uh But in the Arkham games, they showed a whole different side of Croc where he was really manipulative, can get kind of, you know, talk shit to people and then be like, fuck, it's Croc. You know what I mean? It's the... That should be scary. If yeah. a dude that w- looks like a crocodile walks in this room, I'm leaving you guys here. Like, y'all are on y'all's home. That's scary. You know what I mean? But he wasn't scary. He had, like, a brown velvet jacket thing that he put on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was... <laughs> well, let's put it this way. If Croc shows up, you don't have to be the fastest in the room. You just have to outrun the other two. Done. Done. Let's be serious. I'm, uh, I'm dead because I'm, I'm the furthest one. I'm stuck in a corner. You're, You're the meatiest. <laughs> Look, and I got 20 years on y'all. So, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I think she's right. I think she's going to beat us both. Yeah. I'm out. Like, I'm out. Like, y'all are stuck here with Croc. And I'm going to shut the door behind me. Like, sorry. I'll call <laughs> I'll call Seal and I'll call Dad and apologize that I left you guys here. But Baby, I'm I out. love you. The fact that Killer Croc's looking at you, you or the fact that, that she, I just, left. she left to lock the door. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, I'm a little torn yeah. because I'd be like, holy shit, was, that, that's Croc. If, if it, it was my wife, I wouldn't be shocked by that at all. I'd be like, yeah, I had it coming. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't blame her for saving herself. No, I'm but out. I, but I'd be like, first I'd be like, 
babe, it's crap. Slam. <laughs> she guess she knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm out. Um, Croc still played a pretty stupid. He was dumb. You know what I mean? Like he didn't he didn't have a whole lot to say. The only real thing that he contributed to the whole fucking movie was being to swim out there with the I mean, swim in the the, the subway tunnels with the Navy SEALs and go get the bomb thing. You guys are just visiting. I've been underground my whole yeah, life. Like really, Croc, we get it. You're a crocodile. We know you've been underground your whole life. Like, why is that your biggest star shining moment? And then he wasn't even the one that got the bomb. Like, the Navy still, still went and got it. You were supposed to go down there and be able to, like, show them how it's done because that's your environment or whatever, yet they're still the ones that did it. You know what I mean? Like, the mm-hmm. SEAL was still the ones that strapped it to the ceiling, pushed the fucking button. Croc didn't do that. He was getting torn up by the fucking gooey head dudes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he still didn't do it. When they asked him what he wanted, and his sole thing for wanting in his cell was BET, I think that was a really, really, really bad thing to do in the sense that it makes it seem like, oh, you're, this is also probably going to be offensive. And I do not mean it this way. You're already playing like the dumb black dude, which was wrong for them to do to him because that's not what he is. Mm -hmm. And now the only thing that you're going to ask for is BET. Really? That's all you want is a TV to be able to watch BET? That, yeah. that that's really all you want, Croc. Went, really went, went with a very went for a very broad stereotype. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. I would, you know, Even if, if it was came, just television, you know, like like yeah. I want just give me a TV and yeah. then when he yeah. went like and why then when you it... see him and watch TV, let it be BET because he's obviously watching a music video. It could have been anything. Just go out. We just want TV with cable. Yeah. Why all was right? it necessary for him to go? I want BET. Yeah. Like why? Why did y'all have to do that to this character who I actually really really like? I think Croc's really cool. You know what I mean? Like the fact that he's kind of the the humanoid of Batman. You know what I mean? Like I I, I like that, and I really think that they just destroyed Croc in this movie. I, I like was... bad. The jump one, she, there was the one line where, it's, where it got a laugh because Will Smith said it. It's like, you let your woman go smack on the ass tell her to get right. You know, like, that's, you know, like, that's a Will Smith line. But you kind of set Deadshot, Deadshot eyes, a guy who's doing this for his daughter. Who's, but yet you, you see him kind of, again, it's more of a Will Smith line than a Deadshot line. You're like, yo, go smack your woman on the ass and get her, tell her to stop what she's doing kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. like, well, wait, so one episode, in one moment, you're... You know, you're fighting for your daughter, but then at the same token, you're demeaning another woman. It was like, and his whole pimp outfit, I didn't really like. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> whole alley yeah, thing Yeah, the whole whatever. alley thing with his pimp look. I was like, what year is this movie? Like, is it the 70s? No. Like, How long has he been locked up? <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but when he was walking out there with his kid... I mean, that's how he got captured. How Batman popped up. He's like, I don't want to do, I don't want to do this in front of your daughter. And then he still takes a shot at him. It's like, yo, at least, at least Batman showed a little compassion. Right. More compassion for his kid than, than he did for himself. Yeah. You know, but yet everything he's doing, he's doing it for his kid. I'm like, all right, whatever. There's certain, like, like disconnection of, like, here's my character. But they, they'll say a line to try to be funny. Mm. But then, like, again, I still... Well, since we're already spoiling this movie a little bit, there was oh, actually friends friend of the show, Dave Sipon, actually saw it on Friday, and he messaged me right away and said, "I have a there was a glaring plot hole that I don't know if anybody else saw. Did you see this? And he explained what it was, and I'll say it right okay, now. Okay, so I might be able to fill it in, but because right, I'm good at filling in plot holes. He, he said that, that Harley got hit, like they, 
somebody in in Joker's outfit got that uh, chip that was in her neck that was going to blow her, blow her up, right. got it disconnected. Mm-hmm. Then why'd she come back? She could have just like left because That's he was be- gone and she was out there all by herself. Yeah, she okay. The, you saw okay. Someone wrote a real nice piece that when she's on sitting on top of that um, car mm-hmm. and she looks dejected and alone and. You could see it's because she has nobody. Joker was her whole life. Mm-hmm. And that she thinks he's dead. Mm-hmm. So she's got nothing. And the moment she sees him walk out that door, she fixes her hair and she puts on that fake smile. She's like, hey, fellas. You, like, kind of like. Do you miss me? Yeah, it's it's this whole, like, it, that's her. It's all, now all she has is that crew. Mm. Like, she has nothing outside of, like, of once Joker, once she thinks Joker's dead, her life is done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't too thrilled, like, uh, to go back to, you know, she, I don't know is like, how much more you went to add with the Joker Harley relationship. Cause there is something I wanted to add that I thought was completely out of character for both of them was, um, the Harley origin story, oh. you know, where, you know, like, okay, they had it right. Mm-hmm. Her being a psychiatrist yes. and, right. and then the whole conversation, mm-hmm. but the moment they're in the vet mm-hmm. and she jumps in, I was like, that never happened. Fuck no, that never happened. No. He tossed her. Mm-hmm. And then to be kind of like, and then him to walk back, and it almost like he was like, oh, hell, let me go get her. And does the whole, the fancy slow-mo, take the jacket off with the one hand. You know, it's very stylish, yeah. very stylistic and slow motion to him. And then him jumping in the water, and there's that whole romance. I'm like, that ain't the way it happened. No. I mean, that unfortunately, unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of people walking out of that movie going, our relationships like Joker and Harley, how they love each other, which is bad because it's not—it's not a good relationship. It's re- okay. I have a love for Joker, and it's still not gone, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's never ever gonna go away. I happen to hate Jared, but it's not gonna change my love for the character, mm-hmm. right? At one point in time, I was one of those girls that was like, "Oh, I, I want someone to love me like Joker," right? And it took me some time getting to understand that he does not love her. He abuses her. He takes advantage of her, and that is not what love really is right except he's right people are going to walk out and compare their relationships to joker and harley now and like as a batman fan i think that's what hurts me the most is that people are going to walk around and say that this is the joker and this is harley and it's not so like being that i have the huge arm piece that i do people are going to see him back oh my god did you see suicide squad jerry was so good and i'm gonna be like we can't even have this conversation that sentence alone means we can't have this conversation because you're not going to agree with me and i'm not going to agree with you and it's going to end up in a huge huge batman has such a close place in my heart that i i will defend the characters and 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 batman until i can't anymore you know what i mean now I'm going to have to argue with people. And I have been. I've been arguing with people all fucking <laughs> weekend. All weekend I've been arguing with people. Right when we got home, I, he was like, you're arguing already? And I was like, I'm totally arguing already. And a lot of the people that, you know, are on my friends list and, you know, a part of the Batman addicts group that we're a part of or whatever, those people, some of those people are like, oh, my God, we loved it. And it makes me go, who are you and why are you false claiming to be this fan? Because if you were a real fan and you knew the history of these characters and you knew how they were supposed to behave, you would feel the same way that the other half of the country that hated it felt. But <laughs> that's not what the case was like, with this. I was curious when we got home that night and I looked at Suicide Squad's Facebook page. Yeah. Their, their admins had to have been pulling out mm-hmm. any kind of negative words because everybody that I saw was like, oh, my God, I loved it. It was awesome. Now, I'm not going to say that it's not a fun movie, uh-huh. but it's not a real, like, 
I saw this is the best way to describe it. And somebody again, I'm stealing it from an article that I read. It played as if a manager of a hot topic had a fever dream after they just got done watching Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just this whole like like everybody's on that page going, Oh, I love that. I thought it was great. That is definitive the Joker. Fuck Heath Ledger's Joker. And I was like, what? See, and a like, lot of people were attacking me because of that. You know what I mean? I was like, well, Heath Ledger. They're like, well, he can't be Heath Ledger. I don't You're need right. him to be Heath's Joker. He doesn't need That's to be not Heath. what I need him to be. Yeah. I don't need him to be Heath's Joker. I don't need him to be Jack's Joker. And I don't need him to be Caesar's. I need him to be the Joker. Like, did you not do any research? Like, did you never, ever pick up a book or watch a, a, a animated movie or the animated... If he would have watched any of the animated series, which is where Harley started at, he would have known that that is not their relationship. Yeah. So, like, he didn't like, even do that it, much. I thought, like, the, I thought the very accurate depiction of their relationship was in the beginning when they tell the backstory of how Harley got put in here. Mm-hmm. And they're in the car. It's the big scene where she's like, I hope mm-hmm. you got insurance. Where Batman comes down, he's hanging on the roof, and then they drive the car off the bridge and lands in the water. He Batman dives in. When you dive in, you see Harley through the windshield, knocked out, and Joker gone. That's Joker. Right then, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, they got that relationship right. Because he totally fucking would have left her. All mm-hmm. the time. He does it all the time. He does it all, all the, time. the time. And then Batman, you know, pulling her out, saving her, you know, and then you have to lock her up. You know, that's it. But then to spend the whole... If he was going to pine for Harley the entire time that she's missing, why didn't he drag her with her? Mm-hmm. With him? Like, he just, he just kind of was like... Fuck Harley, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and then all of a sudden, the rest of the movie, it's like I need her back. <laughs> no, his sole purpose in this movie was to go save Harley, and, and that alone is wrong. And for the amount of screen time he had, he had less than 15 minutes of screen time in a two-hour movie. By the way, mm-hmm. they could have just they could have he didn't even need to be in this movie at all. Yeah, like you could have had him in this. You could have opened it up with Harley's backstory. You could have the scene with him and her in the car. And then that could have been it, just to give a little taste of what he's like as the Joker, and would have left it at that. And I would have been like, okay, well, I guess we'll wait till we'll see more of Joker in any kind of Batman movie. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we could have seen a better take on him or something different. But you really could cut out almost all of Joker scenes, and it wouldn't have mattered in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's like they knew that putting another Joker on a big screen was going to get. Look. It got people's ass in the seats, period. You know what I mean? Like, they knew, okay, there hasn't been one for a long time. The last one was a really, really fucking good one. Heath's Joker didn't really look like the Joker either. You know what I mean? Like, nobody ever seen him. His skin wasn't really white. You know what I mean? It was all makeup. The black eye thing. His hair wasn't really green. It was kind of a dingy green. You know what I mean? Like, even he looked different. So, like, fine, get past the look. But, like, at least he made yeah. He put himself in that role so much so that it killed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like immersed himself in that role and done serious research and kept a journal of the stuff he was thinking about the whole time. Like, like he did it. Jack Nicholson did it. Like they put themselves in that role. Jared didn't do that. You know what I mean? Like he didn't. He I, he and, just didn't do it. And I don't understand because like the whole time we were taught we were like they're. They're really pushing a Joker in this movie. Like, yeah. he's he's like the face of every commercial. He's mm-hmm. the face of almost every poster. Every little thing that they have, they have his face in there. And they talk about behind the scenes of how he tortured the other cast members with little gifts and shit. I'm sitting there going, 
he's going to be really involved in this movie. And then to see him not share a single screen time with any of those characters other than Harley Quinn, it's like, well, why the fuck did you send that shit to, to Viola Davis? Why the fuck did you do that to Will Smith? You didn't share a screen time with him. Yeah, but all he did was to, to Will Smith was give him salt instead of sugar. And like, really? Yeah, I mean, still, like, it's, it's more like, Mr. hey, Joker. I'm going to be a prankster on set. Waka waka. Well, it's a publicity stunt is really what it comes down sure. to. You know, that's the kind of thing that they, I think that, uh, what was his name? The ad director and writer of this movie? David Ayers. David Ayers. I mean, that's the kind of thing. I mean, they they've because the way that was spoken was the fact that they, David Ayers would kind of coax him into doing this kind of stuff, and then Jared Leto was like, "All right, I'll do it." You know, what, what do I care? You know, and then the, that was a, that was the whole point of it was the fact is, but the thing that really kind of bothers me about the whole movie, as you were guys were talking about the whole relationship thing, was the fact that these criminals that get assembled last minute really like they like it's not like they really had a lot of time to become a team. They yeah. became a team so quickly and like a family. And you're mm-hmm. like, they're they're common thugs and they're all out for themselves. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden became like a group of of in, you know a, a team of people like like the yeah. Justice League or Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's like it happened too quick. And it was like there was no flushing out. There was no characters. There was a couple with Captain Boomerang a little bit because <clears throat> he got one of them killed. But right. But that 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 kind of changed once he realized, oh fuck, they're gonna blow well, a head even off. Even then, said there's the moment in the bar where they have the quietness, and the guy who plays RoboCop, the new version of RoboCop, says, "You know, you're free to go." He bolts, he jets, he runs completely off screen. You figure he's as far away from the scene as possible. Then there's a moment where Harley Quinn's like, "Look, we're you know, like you own that shit. We're bad guys. Fuck you. Let's do all this." You know, and Will Smith decides he decides that he's gonna finish it. To just kind of, he's got. We're gonna get blamed for it anyway. Miles will just see it through, and then they're like, you know what? Fuck! I got nothing else to do. And then they do the whole heroic. I call it the uh, Reservoir Dog slow walk down an alleyway. Mm. They start doing that, and all of a sudden, there's Captain Boomerang shows up. It's like, well, he wasn't there for that speech. Why the fuck is he back? Mm. Like, did someone? Did he just kind of go? Well, fuck! Uh, everyone else is doing it. I'm not. Like, there was not that moment to see why. It was just one minute he jets. Next minute. I'm back because we need a group shot. (laughs) And the thing is that that Ayers has written some really good stuff. Like he, um, U571, he wrote the first Fast and the Furious movie, Uh Training Day, Uh Dark Blue, Uh SWAT, Uh End of Watch, Sabotage, Fury, and Suicide Squad. You know, like a lot of those movies are really, I, I really enjoyed SWAT. It's a good movie. It's fun. Based on the TV show, you know, LL Cool J, yeah. Colin Farrell. Yes, okay. Okay. Yeah. That looks Dark awesome. Blue is, we got Kurt Russell. So, yeah. You know, um, Sabotage, you got Schwarzenegger. I have it. I haven't seen it yet. And The Watch is a Jake Gyllenhaal movie with their cops. Yeah. It's really, really good, gritty, you know, movies. And it just when I was just like, okay, was this, I, don't, I, I was kind of disappointed. Like, it really, it's a movie that I'll buy on Blu-ray because of the special features. And then I'll watch because I do, like I said, it's it's just average. It's not like I'm not going, oh, my God, I need to watch Ant-Man again because Ant-Man is so much fun and so great. And I could pop that in at any time and enjoy it. To me, Suicide Squad is going to be in a kind of got an itch to kind of watch it. Like, you know, lately I've been in an itch to watch Batman v Superman, the ultimate cut. Yeah, I know it might, it's not going to be great, but I'm just itching to see it. So I'll pop it in and I'll watch it. Suicide Squad is going to be that kind of a movie. Like five years from now, I'm going to be like, 
Did I ever watch that Suicide Squad? What are the guys? I see it on the shelf. I'm like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. And then maybe move on and go, ooh, look, stripes. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you do that, I'm going to be like, babe, just go get a salt on Arkham. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just go, just go get that instead. Yeah. Just, just go get that instead. She said assault, so, uh, assault on Arkham is a better Suicide Squad movie than the Suicide and it Squad is. movie. And it is. Yeah. 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 Uh, so um, I guess, how would you would you recommend the movie? Well, you know what I, I I thought about that a lot because you know you guys were talking about going seeing again this weekend yeah. and and you know that kind of thing and I thought about like if somebody came to me and go would you see it and I said you know what I rather say you know what go see it for yourself and 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 see what you yeah. think you know it's definitely one of those movies that you go you know to me it wasn't horrible it was you know like I could list a lot of superman movies and other movies uh, you yeah. know that were horrible that i go yeah these were these were tough to watch and and it's it's kind of like in that list but it's not like the worst movie i've seen it's not worse than fantastic four exactly you know so i mean like going along those lines you have to make your own opinion you know and that's the thing like i was trying to use that psychological thing you did to me about teenage mutant ninja turtles i can't stand the new teenage mutant ninja turtles like like right. it, they look horrible to me it looks like a horrible movie and i know when you get the the out of the shadows one we're gonna end up watching that you know <laughs> you know because i know that's coming and i'm like i'm preparing myself for it but the thing is is that you said to me well it's not your turtles people like this movie you know like there, there's something to this movie so Maybe that's us. Maybe this is not our suicide squad. You know, like it never came because it was too late. Like they should have done this a decade ago. This yeah. should have been done like in the early 2000s or late 90s. That's where, you know, a lot of movies were kind of cropping up and right. where that direction was going. And then we, sh- we, we should have gotten to that. And we didn't because nobody put faith in the suicide squad. And then, right. of course, when Guardians of the Galaxy came out and you had a talking raccoon, never goes, everybody's buying this shit. Let's. Let's see what other DC crap we can pull out of the machine and and and, and put on, on in the big screen and make money off of. You know that's and that's how the Warner Brothers looks at it. They don't really care about anything than the almighty dollar. Uh, and that, I mean, that's oh, true. most big corporations are going to be like that. But the thing is, is that if you want them to keep coming back and to buy this stuff and to get into the extra toys and video games and all this right. kind of stuff, make it a good movie. Well, I mean, that's where it comes down to. I think it's like we're going to f- see how it works. How what does next week bring? Because, okay, you know what? Everyone's going to want to see it opening weekend because they've been shoving it down our throats. You need to see this movie. But now that it's out, and now that people can honestly be say, I saw it, and like, okay, you know what? Some of the critics, I, critics are critics. Like, my, my opinion on it is, like, I told a couple friends, like, look, I thought it was an average movie. Would I see it again? Not right away. I would wait until Blu-ray and DVD. But don't take my... Advice. I mean, like people go, well, you're really good with giving advice on movies. I'm like, yeah, but I'm also a strong supporter of like, look, I could be talking out my ass. Go and see it for yourself. There's someone could really like the way Joker was portrayed. Somebody could really like the way Harley was playing. Harley was portrayed. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't want to take that away from anybody. Go see it for yourself. Me, eh, like I'll see it again when it comes out in Blu-ray. And I'll be like, hey, that night we get it. Like, hey, let's watch Suicide Squad and go. Ooh, yeah, and get, remember why I things that didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. But you know, don't go see it for yourself. I mean, that that's my advice, babe. Um, I've kind of told people both, to be honest. Um, I have some people that are like, "Oh, I just kind of want to go to the movies. Would you recommend Suicide Squad?" And I'm like, "Okay, you're not that really big of a comic book fan. It's not going to hurt you because 
you don't have a love for these characters. So like it, you're probably going to walk out and be like, oh, it was a cool movie. It kept my, you know, gave me something to do for two hours. Mm. Fine, go see it. But I have a lot of people that are like, you know, to the core fans of comic books in general. And I'm like, don't, you're going to be just as mad as I was. And if we wouldn't have went to a premiere of it, you know what I mean? For whatever reason. And we had to go see it a couple days after and people that whose opinions I trust when it comes to this kind of stuff came to me and was like, Stacy, you're not, do not put yourself through that kind of anger. I'd have listened. You know what mm. I mean? So like I told a handful of people that I know are fans and I, I, I know have loves for these characters. And I'm like, you're, you're going to walk out disappointed. It's going to hurt you. It hurts me as a fan to see that. You know what I mean? And I don't want to put other fans through that. Like real fans, people that I know really truly know the history of these people. You know what I mean? So I've told some people don't do it. And then other people, I'm like, if you just need something to go do for a few hours and like, it's not going to hurt you either way, fine, go see it. There is a couple people that I know I need them to hate it with me. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I'm like, okay, you're a fan, go see it so that I'm not the only real fan that hates this shit. Like one that I know, you know what I mean? Like aside from you guys, you know what I'm saying? So I've told a couple people, like, you know, a friend of mine, Joseph, you know, I went and told one of my old students, dads who named their daughter after Harley Quinn. You know what I mean? He was like, fuck Stacy. I'm like, no, Steven, go see this movie so that you can write me and be like, oh my God, you were right. This was so horrible from a Batman fan's point of view. You know what I mean? So like, I've kind of told people both to be honest. I think it's going to be one of those movies that if you're a fan of the Dark Knight trilogy by Chris Nolan, and that is your introduction to Batman, I think you're going to like the Suicide Squad because you're not looking at the history of these characters. I think if you're looking at it from a, Batman 66 to Burton's Batman to all the other incarnations of Batman and the Joker and and the history of these characters. Like if you grew up on the animated series, you're going to be like, oh, this is not I don't I don't really like this. Yeah, I I think it depends on where your introduction to the comic book genre. Like if you're just going to be a a, if you say you're a fan of Batman because you like the Batman movies, I'm not going to say you're not a real fan. I'm gonna say you're you you're you got a, some learning to do. Yeah, you're a fan on a different level. Like, yeah, you, it's not part of like pick up a comic book, pick up Mad Love. If you want to know about Harley and Joker's relationship, mm-hmm. pick up Mad Love. Mm-hmm. That is a it's written by the guys who wrote her, who mm-hmm. created her. Yeah, like apparently, like a lot of people who wrote for Suicide Squad and even Paul Dini and Bruce Tim, they were like, she's doing Harley things, and that's great. It's great to see my character in live action on screen. But I think there's a, might be a little bit part of him going, okay, you know what? She's out there. Now let's see what you can do with her. Mm-hmm. Like, I would I would see a Harley Quinn solo movie. I would. Because I think that there's more in her that they could tap onto. Okay. I would not want... I'd be a little more not interested if it's that Joker. I mean, I think that I'm hoping that when Ben Affleck writes his Batman movie and the Joker's in it, I hope he does something different with the Joker. That this is something that... Like I hope, depending on how it goes next week, Warner Brothers isn't. It's it's their boat's still rocking. They haven't strained out that ship, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think that making Jeff Johns the president now, right, might be a little bit more shipwriting. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, only time will tell. And I think yeah. they've done a lot of damage to it, which is going to make it really tough to kind of come back from. Though, before we go on break, I do want to mention something that uh, that thing. Not, it's a little quick thing. It's the fact is is that if you're going to download the show as a podcast, we're going to have a special article based off of, of the whole Suicide Squad that we're going to tease right now. And we're just going to, I'm not going to say much about it other than okay. you have to download the episode when it comes out on Wednesday. 
to listen to it, but we will talk about it uh, after the podcast. We'll, we do a podcast version of this show, uh, take the live performance that we're doing now, and then breaking and adding an intro and outro. And the outro, we're going to have a little bonus article about uh, Suicide Squad. Okay. So, oh, yeah. Oh boy! Yes. So, so. expect the fury. Yes. Probably not from me though, because she gets really hot. I mean, this, I, as you see me go off, yeah, you've heard me go off. I don't have the love for the Batman characters the way she does. She, I mean, I love Batman, but she's got him painted on her skin. So that twice, that, twice, twice. <laughs> so that means that there's a different kind of love for these characters that I will never be able to, um, you know, live up to, right? So you might see her get mad more before I do. All right. But in the meantime, we'll take a break, come back, and we'll do new releases and news when we come back. Sounds great. All right. We'll be right back, folks. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, everybody. There you have it. That's our review on Suicide Squad. Go see it for yourselves. Don't let us sway your opinion on anything, because ultimately, we don't care about your opinion. So why should you care about ours? Go see it. Judge for yourself. If we're right we can still be friends if we're wrong eh, we agree to disagree <laughs> we can still be friends though yes okay so uh what's this other well, article that you brought i i, I teased of course at the end of the end of the episode there that uh, there was a surprise article i got just got this actually late saturday night so that's why i didn't add into nerd news but i thought it was kind of interesting to add especially when we we're talking about in the top five movies the fact that Despite the you know major amount of money they made, it was a real drop off from one night to another. Oh, 40, really? Yeah, forty one percent drop off. Oh, that's not good. So, uh, if the, the way you look at it, of course, it made one hundred and thirty five point one million in its debut, and the first night it only made um, ninety. No, I'm sorry. Where was it? Sorry. The, uh, okay, it made. Um, uh, it was supposed to make $147 million, basically. That was their projected. Right. And Friday's uh, $65 million haul would probably would have, you know, saw that kind of, that was a great night. The first it was a good night, first night. night. And then, of course, it was a 41% drop-off, which gave us the 135 But that you're also including Sunday as that on those numbers right, as well. Right, right, right. Now, of course, they said it's the, the, the biggest, that's, of course, now is the biggest debut. Guardians of the Galaxy only made $94.3 million over its opening weekend. Yeah, they're saying the Suicide Squad, they try everything they can to, out, to try to puff up numbers. So it outpaced Guardians of the Galaxy, outpaced Deadpool. Mm. You know, but again, you can say, oh, yeah, I made more money than Deadpool. But no, it doesn't because Deadpool was only made for $58 million. Yes. So when it makes a hundred million dollars in the first weekend, it doubled its it doubled its its on an only opening weekend, and yeah. it was number one I think for two or three a weeks couple, after yeah. that. Yeah, so so yeah, I mean it was a huge hit. It's not like a hundred eighty seven million dollar movie, and then oh look, it made a hundred eighty seven million dollars. Like now, of course, Variety is of course re- you know s- suspecting like why it was dropping off. They feel that one of the two, two of the things that there was of course the Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Follow, you know, that was precedes it hurt Suicide Squad numbers in that way. And then, of course, opening night after the, all the bad and word, uh, word bad and mouth uh, came around right. for all the people who saw it the first night hurt the uh, hurt, hurt its uh, initial weekend. That's probably right. Like I said, I'm be like when, when we talked about it on the show, um, it'll be interesting to see what it does next week. Like, is it going to be in the number one movie next week? I mean, let's face it, I mean, the only thing that's coming out of Sausage Party that really seems really interesting. So, Unless that hits an $100 million opening weekend, which 
I don't think so. I, I what I what I suspect is the fact is is that's going to be number three on the week. Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad? It's number three. What do you think is going to beat it? Number one's going. Well, not not I'm not saying number one or two, but the number one and two movie is going to be Sausage Party, like you said. Right. But also, Peach Dragons come out. A big family oh, movie right. in August. Yeah. That's going to be something. A lot of parents are going to take to see their kids. There wasn't an original one made in the seventies. Right. That people kind of didn't like but you know they you know they of course spiced it up and made it more well, sure i mean um cgi look at, uh, um the jungle book mm-hmm. that was number one too for uh, you know and uh, judging by the my girl sitting over there on the sofa she it was really she really liked the movie yeah so i mean i i was a fan of pete's dragon as a kid i remember watching that movie and be really enjoying it yeah um again it was also my first um introduction into the live action cartoon kind of Right, you know, like live action. Oh, look, there's a cartoon dragon. Mm. So I'm really curious to see how they do with the live, like with the all live action. Right. I mean, granted, it's not a live action dragon, but he's more realistic looking than the original Pete's dragon. dragon. It was all cartoon, know? yes. So I, I, I definitely would probably go out and see that one. I'm not next weekend. though. it's all so hot sausage party for me. <laughs> so I'm a sausage party kind of guy, Ed. <laughs> 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 God, there's so many jokes. <laughs> so little time. <laughs> so I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, I, you know, it's always the second week that matters. Like, okay, yeah, you won your weekend. That's great. It broke a hundred million dollars, which everyone's happy with. But is it going to recoup the amount of money that it needs to make to become an actual? Does is going to make the money that it needs to break even? Like everyone will sit there and go, oh well, it made its money back. But then people will go. Same thing with Batman v Superman. He had to hit nine hundred million dollars. It didn't. It made like eight hundred and like thirty, I think. Yeah. So it 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 didn't it was not successful for for Warner Brothers. Yeah. Because it didn't make its money back. Now I'm sure video sales help recoup those losses, but I'm not sure how. It I don't all know. Works. I don't know because because I did see an article though that they were talking about Suicide Squad. There really isn't ex- any extra footage that they can add to this film. Yeah. I mean, um, there was an article where it says there's about 10, um, David Harris did say there's about 10 minutes of deleted scenes. Yeah. That's it. And Jared Leto is like, well, you, there's, they did so much footage of me that they could do a whole Joker movie. Then there's obviously more footage out there. And then right away, everyone's like, well, what about director's cut? Because that means the moment you ask a director about director's cut, they automatically think that your vision isn't up on screen and that there's more to it. Yeah. And he's like, no, what you see on the screen is my director's cut. Joss Whedon's the same way. He's like, what you see on the screen is my cut because I have the the final editing say. Yeah. But I am curious to see, like, because we reported or I reported that while Ayers was filming and sending back the dailies, Warner Brothers was re-editing his version of the movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious to see, like, what that what that mess would look like. I'm also curious to see the original before the reshoots. I mean, I don't like, think your mic is on. It is. I, I can't hear you. you can't okay. Hear I can, I can barely hear you. I'm um, just. <laughs> it's clicked on, and I can okay, see the little go. lights. In I the... hear you. All right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe could be my could be this this headset. I, I keep saying I need to change my earphones. Yes. So it could be that. Keep talking. Keep talking. There now. you go. There you go. All right. So it is me. <laughs> it's right. always I, you. I apologize, folks. <laughs> okay. I made sure it was on this time. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, I mean we'll we'll see we'll see next weekend. Yeah, I, I mean I mean that's that's going to be the the whole thing of it. Just you know, I mean I, I'd like to see in like four weeks what it's where it's going to be. Is it going to still be in the, even the top ten? Like, and I I really do. I don't I don't think so. I mean I don't think after the end of this month it'll be in the top five. Really? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't because I mean, you have a sausage party. You have Pete's Dragon. I think the week after that, there is like another. Um, you know what? I'm going to go to my app and I'm going to. Well, you have that page. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to see if I can find it real quick here. Uh, okay, we did talk about the 12th. 19th is uh, Ben Hur. Okay. Kickboxer Vengeance with Jean Claude <laughs> Van Damme. That ain't going to do anything. Cabo and the Two Strings. Okay. Which I think is an animated feature, which I think is going to do somewhat pretty well. Uh, Southside with you with uh, Parker Sawyer and Tika Stumper. All right. Uh, the Space Between Us, starring Asia Butterfield and Britt Robertson. All right. And War Dogs with Jonah Hill and Miles I, Teller. I don't know. I mean, I, I, it looks funny. It looks interesting. But I'm not sure if it's going to do like hit number one in the box. No, nah, I don't. But I think it's going to be in the top five. I think it's definitely one of those movies that you go see in the top five because it's, it's a Jonah Hill comedy. And Jonah Hill has been a great in a lot of movies, not even comedies, uh, you know, as him has a starring role. But uh, people kind of like him in a lot of different things. So I can see that, you know, Miles Teller. Now, I mean, I'm sure he's a pretty good actor because he did Whiplash, right? Is that the movie, other movie he was in? Whiplash, yeah, 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 the drummer's movie. Yeah, so I mean, like, you, you, you it's a hit and miss with him, and I don't know if Fantastic Four is going to hurt that film because you I don't know, think so. You know, and it's 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 like a here, you know, we'll wait and see until that happens. But I mean, I kind of agree with you. I don't think it's really going to hurt it that much because it's been so much time has gone by since Fantastic Four. Yeah. People want to tend to forget that altogether. Yeah, I'm looking like in the future, like to see the 26 Mechanic Resurrection with Jason Statham and Jessica Alba. Um, I don't see like that page all of a sudden it, it wasn't a full list um september 2nd is yoga hosers which i want to see yeah you know um but like it, it might ride the rest of the month at in the top five but i don't know I, I i'm really curious to see how it how it ends okay king's glaive final fantasy set 15 yeah that comes out um august 19th that's that final fantasy movie that comes on blu-ray with the with the deluxe edition of final fantasy 15 just saying. It's one of the reasons why I... Uh, ironically enough, it's like Lena Henning and Sean Bean in it with two characters from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, I'm just like, all right. You know? <laughs> and you'll find out why he's talking about this in the next part of the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> A little teaser for you there. So, yeah. So, I mean, in the meantime, uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, listening. If you want to catch the show live, you can on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, or you want to contact him about anything you want our opinion on, contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. If you want to drop a line and say hello to Sean, you can contact him at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And now we'll see you in part two. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I'm terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo.